Hey guys, welcome back to another Fit Strong Free podcast. Today is a little bit different because I am joined by my good friend Karis Metz, who is a self-acceptance and self-love coach. And today we're touching on a few different topics and talking really overall about self-empowerment, self-love, balancing out the feminine and masculine aspects of ourselves and also talking about intuition, self-awareness and consciousness. So a fair few topics but it's quite an interesting chat so I will leave the intro there and I hope you enjoy. Hi guys, welcome. Today I'm going to be talking to my lovely beautiful friend Karis Metz. You can find her on YouTube as well. Um, so I'm just going to be talking to Karis about um, a few things today, really, starting with, well, it's all about empowerment and empowering you and just looking at how you can empower yourself, but through these different means. So we'll be going through various topics today. And so I'll just pass it over to Karis to introduce herself. You guys already know me, so Karis. So hi guys, um, as Katerina said, my name is Karis Metz, I'm a, I'm a self-love coach um, and I'm really excited to talk especially about empowering yourself today. Um, you can also find me on YouTube, just also just type in Karis Metz, um, K-A-R-I-S-M-E-T-Z and you can get a lot of content around um, really healing your relationship with self. Cool. Awesome. So on that note, let's go straight in on the whole self-love thing, because I know we've both been through our own journeys of self-love, haven't we? Like over the years, um, we've been through different healing processes and it's been a journey, hasn't it? And we're both now at this point in our journeys where we've kind of got to a, a good place with it, but we're always learning. We're always developing anyway. So what I mean... Talk to me about what what do you, what would you say your definition of self love is, really? Um, my personal definition is really giving yourself that compassion, um, giving yourself what you would like someone else to give you, and the main thing that I like to emphasize when it comes to self love is loving yourself without conditions. Mm. Um, because I feel like a lot of people, if they're honest with themselves, that's what they're searching through, um, searching for through other people to um, be loved without um, limits or having to show up a certain type of way. So yeah, I think self-love is being compassionate to yourself, um, being understanding, and really just having a loving relationship with self. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really tough sometimes, though, isn't it? We are our biggest judgment, really. And like you said, we want to be treated as if, you know, we're not being judged at all and just fully, fully accepted. But unless we fully accept ourselves, it's very difficult to get that, um, you know, unique acceptance from everybody else and something that's just no no terms or conditions attached to the acceptance and but I find I don't know through my own experience really um of not accepting myself and always judging myself feeling like an imposter feeling like you know never being worthy or good enough I just feel like with self-acceptance it's really it's a difficult place to be in especially when you are battling with those people around you who are dealing with their own self-acceptance issues it's it's a weird dynamic I don't know if you've been in it but you know when you're around those people that you know you're you're fully like trying to accept yourself but the people around you are kind of bringing you down and through their own lack of self-acceptance and self-love you're allowing that into your life too and I'm just saying this because it's happened to me recently yeah. experience I've had and so I just wanted to kind of ask you what what do you think is you know a good good kind of way in which we can kind of not allow that energy into our lives you know not allow that to bring us down and keep on that path of self-love self-acceptance self-worth what do you reckon 
Um, so the first thing when you were speaking, um, I think it's a really important point. You're emphasizing how like you basically your relationship with self influences every other relationship you have with anyone else. Mm. Um, and answering your question, I believe that the key is that you actually have to form a connection and relationship with yourself because when we interact with others, the level of love we can receive, I think is really to do with how, how we see ourselves, how much we're willing to let love in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what you were saying as well in terms of being real and, and being in a relationship and that person having struggles around accepting themselves and loving themselves and then you feel triggered by them and you're going through that as well is yeah I think firstly be being honest with yourself in terms of um coming to that place where you either you love that person but knowing that that person um um, cannot give you um that level of love um that you need and it's unfair to assume that someone can do that no I believe that no human can give you that amount of love it it needs to start with you so I think it's just always about um really being there for yourself in those moments when you're triggered by that person um it's a lot to do with these terms in terms of like um soothing and being there for your inner child reparenting yourself just allowing yourself whatever that means to you to be in tune with you and start to see the illusion of um, relationships in terms of the argument or the trigger and just see really what it is about and just bring it back to yourself and always I say just do it with compassion as well do it yeah um, with love (laughs) I love that I love that and that comes in where you know you really need to be aware and conscious of your surroundings and also just your thought process and how you're allowing other people to influence that thought process within um you know that inner chatter about yourself then comes in that monkey mind but yeah. I love what you're saying about just yeah just really just ultimately being aware and seeing it from a ch- your inner child's perspective as well and I think that's something I'd like to touch on as well and like yeah. the inner child because we all have this you know inner child this little boy this little girl within us mm-hmm. which we both work with a lot with within yes. our healing sessions and I just find it fascinating how to this day you know we were children such a long time ago for some people decades and decades ago but to this day we still allow that inner child to come through and our emotions are are kind of well they're very much affected by this wounded inner child and we've all had different wounds that happened to us in our lives and whatnot but how I know we we know how to heal it but how yeah. we you know with awareness for someone who's not really had healing before or they're not really aware of their inner child I mean how how would you say I mean I kind of already know this but how would you say yeah. How can they start to become aware, you know, in these day-to-day conversations or scenarios with this loved one or this family member? How can they address their inner child within them, would you say? Well, I think it all firstly comes down to what you were mentioning, self-awareness. I think to some people, even the concept <laughs> of your inner child is like, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think I think it's first you have to adopt the belief that you are consciousness and there's multi parts of you within you. Mm. So there is this part of you within you, an energy that is still childlike and has needs. And the word that you mentioned was wounded in a child. So really what that is, is a part of your consciousness that's childlike and is wounded because there were certain needs that weren't met. Um, And like you said, we're talking about relationships and interactions, relations quite a lot right now. Um, These wounds come up so much, especially in romantic relationships, but also relationships with your your parents, 
especially close relationships basically mm-hmm. and I would say yeah. um yeah th- these can be like you just feeling this maybe overwhelmed or feeling abandoned or really angry towards your mum and you just mm-hmm. there's a part of you that doesn't know why but it's like you feel like you can't control it and I would say in terms of giving advice is to give yourself really what you felt you needed as a child because we're not we're not children anymore we're adults but there is that part of us um but the first step is actually um believing that you have it in a child within you and also connecting to that inner child and it sounds crazy but I believe in this (laughs) talk to yourself start speaking to yourself speak to that part of you um and it's self-awareness it's being aware of how you're behaving and why you're behaving and really get into the real core of why you're doing that. Mm-hmm. But I would say the best thing to start off is literally speaking to your inner child and reassuring her, him. Yeah. That's the advice that I would give. <laughs> I love that. And I know for some people that that term or that kind of way of thinking will seem really foreign and a bit weird, yeah. but it does work. And especially when you kind of see or understand how you felt as a child and mm-hmm. especially in certain scenarios of your life like literally you can take it back to a certain place in time where you felt this feeling that you're feeling right now in this day and age and go back to that place and realize why you were made to feel like that and then get to the crux of the issue and if whether it was you know your parents saying something to you or your sibling saying something nasty to you for no reason I mean there's always a reason and and I guess these kind of like we always say um these emotions they stay in the body so our body remembers what the mind gets so all of these kind of old emotions from the past have remained in our bodies and even in our subconscious mind so that when we react we still react in the same way unless we've become self-empowered and we've overcome it in a way where we're just like you know what I've got my own back I'm good I'm just gonna keep you know on my straight path and just um not allow these influences to come in so so yeah just um taking it back to yeah the times when you were feeling those feelings and emotions and um and going from there really but um yeah it is all really fascinating stuff um and I'd also sorry I would also say as well like inner child work I think is a really good starting point um personally for me um without knowing the term that's really what I was doing um me and Katerina come from the same kind of background in terms of um using the EH method Mm -hmm. and for me I think that whole process of experiencing that that modality was literally as you said releasing so much emotional um energy related to my childhood from my body and I feel like it's 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 not an absolute but it's very hard in terms of what we're talking about um in terms of empowerment and stepping into your power it is really hard to step into that when you haven't acknowledged so much childhood wounding and that part of you so I would always say that's a good starting point in terms of your healing journey to start to acknowledge your little girl your little boy definitely definitely. release those emotions acknowledge them (laughs) there's a lot to be released for a lot of people and I know we've both experienced it when healing others and it's just it's it's like your energy is literally shifting in the body isn't it and that release occurs and you're almost like renewed um obviously there's still integration to be done yes it it might take longer for some than others but once you have shifted and you're in kind of kind of like a new paradigm I guess a new way of thinking then you're kind of freeing yourself up to you're you're eliminating old energies and inviting new energies into your life ultimately and yeah I love that that's what healing's all about really isn't it so good 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 okay well um I just also wanted to go into intuition as well because you know that comes into this as well like (laughs) juicy topic so um with with all of this stuff you know how you know because someone could be saying something to you and 
your intuition can be completely switched off and you won't really be switched on to this awareness mm-hmm. um, and to allow these awarenesses in and not just that but intuition in our day-to-day life of like you know what this feels wrong or this feels right I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna change direction and go into this so I know you're quite big on intuition so yeah. I guess my first question would be you know how how have you developed your intuition over the years to get to where you are because you're an intuitive you do card readings uh, you tell people a lot about themselves and it seems to resonate with them so your intuition is up there so what, what would you say I mean how do you develop that muscle um I think the first thing is I would actually say that intuition we all have it um but we're just not in tune with it or we doubt it um so in terms of your question I would say the first thing I would invite you to do is have have fun with it um (laughs) don't put so much pressure on yourself to get it right um but it's really about um getting more into I think it's the right side the creative side of your brain Mm -hmm. um the feminine side um more specifically um and starting to just surrender to those those um feelings those nudges um I feel like everyone will probably have a dominant way of receiving intuition you can develop other stuff but for you it might be um just a strong knowing is a a very common one Mm -hmm. a strong knowing Um, a lot of people talk about that feeling in your um in your stomach just like that just that knowing as well um yeah. for me personally I think it's very common as well you can like you can it's more on a psychological level people say the subconscious mm-hmm. um you can say your third eye you see images um it can be it can be it can be so many different things it can be things that also are reflected we call that synergy in terms of things that we see in our everyday life in terms of like a feather dropping or it can be so, yeah. it can be so many different things, but in terms of making it more specific, answering your question, I would say just go with it. I think there's a lot of fear around it. I feel like I would yeah. say the best way to do it is starting to implement those nudges, those visuals that you're getting into your life, mm-hmm. and also just those feelings of inspiration to do certain things that are coming from your intuition yeah start to implement it into your life slowly and don't put this expectation or this pressure on yourself like okay if it's coming from my intuition it has to be right just just go with your flow go with the flow and have fun with it that's what I would say okay Um, really good because I think you you said it like you need to let go of the attachment of you know is this my intuition or not oh what if I'm wrong what if I'm right you just gotta literally whatever comes in whether it's visually or auditory or just yeah um, a thought like for me it's more of a thought just dropping into my mind out of the blue and I'm like oh okay okay right and then I think about it and if I allow myself to overthink it then I either do nothing about it or I forget about it um, and I don't actually use that to my advantage but when I do listen and I just kind of go with it straight away I kind of find that I'm more in flow and it resonates and you know it's just um it just yeah life just um continues on a on a greater path I guess in a in a better vibration um rather than me just ignoring it and I guess once you keep exercising that muscle yeah. you're just going to develop it and it's just going to grow stronger and stronger like any muscle so um yeah no thank you for that that's uh, that's um something I've tried to develop even more and I've had attachments to like you know because I'm not one I'm not like clairvoyant or anything like that and I I don't see things or you know I know we've had a conversation about this before where I'm like you know um how how do I know if I'm getting a channeled message or how do I know if I'm getting a message from my spirit guides and God and all of that but really I just think it's a feeling it's that inner knowing like you said um yeah when you feel feel a pang in your body or just something drops into your awareness I think it's as simple as that 
Yeah, definitely. And I want to emphasize another point. I think sometimes people worry, is this coming from fear or is this my intuition? And I think mm-hmm. something that I didn't make up myself, I heard someone else say that I thought was I thought was really important is when it's when it's your intuition, it's just like this level of this is what it is. And there's not this like strong emotion behind it. It's just a knowing. And when it's coming more from your fear, we normally attach all this. Oh, it could be like, you feel the fear firstly. And also you attach all these meanings around it. And I guess it's kind of contradictory because the fear can come in when we're like, we're doubting ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, But the first initial feeling that you felt when it came through is always the indication, I think, in terms of it being your intuition. and not something else or (laughs) that makes so much sense because I guess it's just pure for the pure form of the intuition rather than allowing then your thought to be like oh hang on a minute and it stops it in its tracks then yeah um no great cool okay so um yeah you touched on you said that intuition was to have your your right brain and to do with the feminine part as yeah. the masculine and I do also want to talk about femininity and stepping into your feminine power because yes. this is all about empowerment and our feminine power is just beyond powerful really and once we do step into it and again it is a bit of a journey especially if we're not used to it mm-hmm. um once we do step into that we're able to then use that in in all areas of our lives Obviously, we need the balance of the masculine as well. Um, for those of you that aren't aware of the, the fam, uh, feminine and masculine, um, the, the masculine is more kind of like the practical, very rational side of brain, um, less emotions, more kind of right. I need to get this done, I need to get that done. It's also very strong in its own right. And um, we we do need the masculine, obviously, even as women. But yeah. the feminine is this more emotional, compassionate side, uh, but very powerful. And there can be a dark feminine as well, which I enjoy looking yeah. at and working <laughs> with. I think we all need to do work with both, yeah. like the dark and the light side of it. Um, so, yeah, I just want to talk to you about that feminine side and how again how we can develop that feminine energy within us um because obviously well women we already feel like we might have more but a lot of women are quite masculine especially in this day and age where we've been in a very patriarchal system for a very very long time and we're just very much used to you know we need to we need to be very um, successful we need to we need to have do this by the age of 40, et cetera, et cetera. So how would you say, what, what would you say um, would be the, the place to start? I mean, big question, apologies. It's a big question and it's definitely yeah. something still I'm on a journey with. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of answering your question, I would say the best place to start is actually allowing yourself to feel your feelings. Um And the reason why I would say that, I think there's a lot of, like, femininity is like a big thing now. And when you, like, type into YouTube, there's a lot of more, I would say, surface stuff. And I think it's definitely, without judgment, it's a good place to start. So when I mean surface stuff, I mean, um, (laughs) um, like, more self-care stuff, like take a bath or Mm -hmm. um, embrace sometimes it's people focus on the external or how you dress Mm -hmm. I don't really resonate with that but it can be more surface level and I think being get into your true femininity is really about living from a place of your feelings personally Mm -hmm. to me is is a big part of it um and that is hard yeah (laughs) because yeah owning your feelings isn't it owning owning your feelings. and owning up to feeling how you're feeling as well yeah it's hard and I think either I think a lot of us when we start this feminine journey and then really stepping into our feminine feminine side I'll be honest personally to me I thought I was <laughs> like feminine and you realize or embracing it and you realize that you're not we live in a society that's so far removed from that like we are so conditioned to, like you said, 
to focus on the the do and the external and the achievement and also in terms of the goals that we have like like really like physically working towards it and yeah I would say the best starting point is like you said to allow yourself to feel your feelings um Mm -hmm. either in terms of the more masculine stuff as like the things that we want to achieve doing it through more of how you feel and how you want to feel it's where it's basically where you change your focus to and also feelings is also to do with your needs so being more in tune with that um so yeah it comes back to your relationship with self starting to be more in tune with how you are feeling and how you want to feel um is a good starting point and also how you see the world through your feelings start starting to tune in into mm-hmm. that more is my tip and my advice is yeah on feelings <laughs> yeah that's really good advice because I yeah. do think a lot of us shut off our feelings and we've numbed ourselves and that's where you know a lot of us would have like overeaten like I used to be a big overeater yeah just numbing my feelings just because one I didn't really understand how I was very confused as to what my feelings were so to like not not keep going and wondering you know what is this feeling I would just eat to numb numb whatever it was it was clearly not a good feeling so whatever it was yeah we just kind of block ourselves from actually fully allowing that feeling to to be felt in that moment and I find it quite sad really we're all kind of walking around a bit like like half robotic I guess in a way if we're not no, the beauty of being a human being is so that we can feel we can feel so deeply from it could be from one extreme to the other so I think yeah once we do tap into that and and own it again and we can um, fully embrace who we are yeah and (laughs) with that is then embracing who you are and and goes back to like loving yourself again of like you know what yeah I'm feeling really angry right now but I can still love myself in this moment because I'm allowing myself, I'm loving myself enough to feel this anger and to just not judge myself for it because this is just how I'm feeling and I'm not going to be made to feel bad for feeling angry right now. Unless you're very, very, very much in the wrong. (laughs) But that's a whole other thing. But even even if you're wrong, Mm. you can still feel it and express it but then you need to then obviously that feminine side is also compassion empathy and listening to other people so it's then using that femininity to to admit that you may have been wrong or and to talk it through resolve the issue and move forward again yeah I think that's a really important point and in terms of like relationships I have an example of that like um what you're saying in terms of like you could be wrong but it's still allowing yourself to feel um I think a big part again of femininity is vulnerability Mm. so you could be in a scenario where I I think saying you're wrong is kind of it can be extreme because it can be you so you hurt someone not intentionally but you've hurt someone and um your behavior has hurt someone so you're wrong in that way um but I feel like femininity can is so powerful. Like in that moment, like firstly being in tune with how you feel and the reason why you acted like that, and then being able to express that, like acknowledge how that person felt and apologize for hurting them, but then using the opportunity to express your truth and your your um, vulnerability. So I'll give you an example. Just like I'm really sorry that. Um, I sounded dismissive, um, but I really just came from a place that I'm fearful of A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you're actually processing things in that moment with someone, and that's really intimacy as well. And it brings you back to that place of connection because you're being vulnerable. And that, yeah. that's why femininity is really powerful and is empowerment definitely so definitely I love that like using it to literally rekindle a connection and actually grow that connection with somebody and um, you kind of move through your shit together I guess yeah that's what you're doing and when you do yeah you can only just 
understand each other on a deeper level and uh, that's a beautiful thing so vulnerability is huge and yeah. something you know I've been afraid to to be you know in a vulnerable position in the past but I do think vulnerability allows you to grow and just allows you to acknowledge as well like you know we know that everything needs acknowledgement in this world and universe and vulnerability is definitely a stepping stone to that definitely if you don't allow yourself to be vulnerable then um how are you ever gonna allow yourself to be held by other people as well or just Mm -hmm. allow other people in so that's another big aspect of the whole femininity as well so but yeah I mean I used to think that femininity was all about you know looking feminine and you know I mean I had to work on that aspect as well myself but um really when you look into it on a on a deeper level and go go through the layers of femininity yeah you can really yeah see the divine just divine beauty in it all and and so with that I just wanted to also talk about the dark feminine um, yeah. <laughs> so we've done work with the dark feminine before yeah and I mean, I I was told years ago by this random healer in Australia, Mm. he told me, like, um, you need to get your bitch back. And Mm. it really stuck in my mind. And I was like, why is he telling me that? Like, you need to get your bitch back. But I was always a very, like, passive person, just allow people to not walk all over me. But I'd always be on an even plane with my feelings. And maybe because I was numb to them, but I didn't have that that inner bitch, you know, like, Not in a negative way, but just, yeah, exactly. Just, just, he, he was like, you need to get your bitch back. And I see, I connect that now to the dark feminine Yeah, and, you know, sticking up for myself, speaking mm-hmm. my truth, owning my feelings and not being afraid to be like, you know what, I feel like this, um, I'm going to be moody and allow myself to be moody instead of always being the nice girl. So for you, like just yeah tell me in your journey or or even just yeah how would you what what scribe meanings do you have to the dark feminine um so this is a continuous journey as you know yeah it really is um I my personal um relationship with the dark feminine is very similar to you it's really about embracing I would say sticking up for yourself mm-hmm. um, and letting go of this people pleasing. I'm a good girl. And I think the the opposite or the contrast to the dark feminine is the, the wounded feminine. And that's to do with like um, the main thing is I'm a victim and things have been done to me. And it's that like like that kind of looking for external validation, external love and so I think that's really where the dark feminine comes from in contrast is really what you're talking about today about taking back your power um, and um, putting your needs first. It's a, to, yeah. to, to be frank, to be yeah. more selfish. I think we live in society that's very, sorry, backwards. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all about being deemed as a good person and doing the right thing. And people have really forgotten about um putting yourself first and putting your needs first and you can still um be loving and also um set boundaries um and speak up for yourself because it will backfire on you if you mm-hmm. um ignore that little voice or that feeling of that that's uncomfortable so to me I think that's one part of the dark feminine it's something that I'm learning more to do myself personally um and then I think it's also I think there's different connotations personally for me as well the dark feminine can be connected to like shadow work and embracing certain um aspects of who you are that you've like judged or um so that could the main thing the obvious thing is your sexuality mm-hmm. um really embracing that because we are multifaceted like we have so many parts of us and I think a lot of the time we've been conditioned to kind of just um filter it into a package that other people we think other people will love yeah. and our souls oh, get tired of it they get tired put ourselves in a box don't we basically 
yeah 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 we're just afraid of the judgment of other people but I think when you do step into that dark feminine as well you are less afraid of that judgment and again you're just owning who you are as a soul yeah. on this on this 3d plane literally just being being yourself and doing what you want to do rather than putting yourself again lim- limiting yourself to the conformities of society and the pressures that really we're just putting the pressure on ourselves because there's an old quote I can't remember who said it it's not word for word but we suffer more in our imagination than in real life because we make all this stuff up in our heads and you know with this judgment and I've done it time and time again where I felt again like imposter syndrome will come in or just me feeling like oh you know people aren't going to listen to me um but it's just me it will stop me basically from taking action and it has done in the past and through that it's just in my head like I'm imagining it but actually if I just shifted out of that thinking and just thought you know what I'm gonna put this out there this is me speaking my truth um I'm not going to be attached to the response I get but how many likes how many comments that doesn't really come into it let's just do it and um but be consistent and just keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it and then just allow allow that I guess again allow that dark feminine confidence to come through and just and just live it um so yeah it's just just yeah. action that's where the masculine will come in too through action taking yes uh, again you need that fine balance don't you um but yeah I mean dark feminine I just feel like everyone could do with practicing so what what would you say I mean I'll, I'll give my um yeah my thoughts as well but what what would you say would be like just one thing that people could do today to start practicing their dark feminine side not in a bad way dark but just yeah just a your feminine side or your dark feminine okay so I would say the main thing what we're talking about is really asserting your needs and your boundaries um so the one thing I would say to do is um getting in a practice of um yeah asserting that with other people if you feel the thing is we are always aware of it especially boundaries where we feel like even if you love someone or they have good intentions sometimes we push each other's boundaries and we um we feel it and we need to be able to assert that so I would say one tip I would say is You probably you probably have someone in mind. There's probably one person where you're like, I need to be more assertive or express my needs, mm-hmm. um, um, and yeah, embrace the dark feminine more. And I would say, be um, be brave and just embrace that dark feminine. Express your boundaries. Be assertive. That mm-hmm. would be my advice. And that's where, the, like you said, the masking comes in. Take the action. Just do it yeah, because definitely. you're doing it for yourself. <laughs> exactly. I was going to say, like, boundaries, exactly that. Because, you know, we we allow people in and, and they do, without us knowing, they literally come into our space and through, you know, changing our, the way we see ourselves, the way we think about ourselves and the world. And you just it's just when you start to really just see it for what it is you need to realize that you need to put these boundaries up boundaries are actually expansive for yeah. us as beings and they're just going to help us to uh just let the other person know you know you know you this is too far okay right yeah I'm willing to do this and when you show up differently you're going to allow them to show up differently so a lot of the time it's got to come from you first with having the greater awareness of the situation and then they can then be like oh okay um they're just gonna have to respect it otherwise your dark feminine is gonna have to come in a bit harder yeah (laughs) I think so yeah boundaries I think for me would be the top number one um thing to do Uh, before that obviously being aware of what you need like what boundaries you need to put in place um but yeah and And I'd also say as well a big part of this is trust 
because I, I think that's something that I've struggled with in the past is like trusting yourself and not overthinking when you know that like you said that bitch needs to come out because yeah. by then you probably tolerated more than <laughs> you needed to um so it's just like trusting yourself and we've talked about this as well in terms of not overthinking it because the most important thing is your intention in terms of letting that bitch out and be like no I'm like no I'm not having any more or Mm -hmm. whatever it is yeah um yeah so true like we've had conversations in the past where it always comes back down to trust trusting yourself because ultimately we need to trust that what we need our needs are you know correct or our feelings are correct and um just trusting our intuition again on that as well so once we can trust ourselves we can actually move forward with ease and grace and knowing the boundaries are, are set and they're going to yeah. be set correctly and it, even if they're not you know 100% correct um, it's still yeah. on a better path than what you were on so you're shifting that timeline in essence so yeah, um, yeah definitely trust is is huge so let's move on mm-hmm. um just talking a little I mean we've already covered self-awareness and yeah consciousness comes into it and just being conscious like of who we are how we're thinking how we're allowing other people to affect us etc yeah. and so I want to expand that into the collective consciousness because at the moment the way the world is you know we've had We've had 2020 and all the events that occurred then. We now have 2021 where, yeah. you know, there's there's all kinds of things going on with the energies in the world. Um, I don't know if you know much about the Schumann resonance, but that's not in, I don't, I'm not an expert, but mm-hmm. I know a little bit about it, but it measures the energy frequency yeah. on this earth, like on, the, on our grid, essentially. And it has been fluctuating, but it has been going up quite high recently so we're getting higher frequency energy into (laughs) this planet okay right now and some people are completely switched off to it other people if you know are more switched on and we're we're almost like using it to um essentially upgrade ourselves and Mm -hmm. heighten our vibration essentially so I've been working on like sending white light out into the world. Sounds a bit cheesy, but you know, I do think it works. I do think if enough of us do it and yeah. we really, really believe that it's going to create some kind of difference, positive change, then, um, you know, it will, it will, if there's enough of us doing it. So, I mean, with, with your, with your, where you see the world I guess mm-hmm. um, how can you see us what can you see us like moving into like have you ever done a card reading on it or have you ever thought about that and where we could be heading as we ascend oh that's a very juicy question deep question um where do I start where do I start I feel I haven't done a card reading on it on it but I'll do it after and I'll share it with you. <laughs> Interesting. Very, but um, I've had a lot of like visuals and obviously, like you said, there's, um, there's, yeah, kind of like a contrast going on right now, the last year and this year. Um, and I feel like what you focus on is what you create. So in terms of, I feel like there's so many good things um, in terms of um, p- people's consciousness rising. I feel that comes from a place of, again, what you focus on and people, I feel like we're going through this stage that is quite painful or there's a lot of contrast. It's because I feel like people are literally um, have, have the opportunity to really shed fear. Um, and like you said, raise their consciousness. Mm-hmm. Um but can you say the question again? I feel like I'm going a bit off topic. Yeah, it, was, it was a bit more like, how do you see the collective consciousness going, okay. I guess? I mean, you mentioned fear just now, and yeah. we have been in a very low vibrational state. Mm-hmm. We've also been in the age of um, Pisces for yeah. thousands of years. I can't remember, was it 2,000 years or 4,000? I might be wrong, but a long, long time. And yeah. now we're stepping into the age of Aquarius, which is the golden age. So yes. obviously we as a collective, I believe, we need to make that happen. We can't mm-hmm. just 
sit back, do nothing and, and see the golden age come to fruition. Mm-hmm. I feel like we as a collective need to actively remember who we are, remember why we're here and actually use this time as a way to work on our inner energy, essentially, heighten our own personal vibration, whether it's just through meditation, breathing, more consciousness, awareness, all of that stuff, and then connect with like-minded individuals and with that and teach other people that are perhaps in a lower vibration who are kind of asleep to a lot of the things mm-hmm. that are happening today. And um, and then with that, just heighten the vibration because I, I do, I really fully believe like what we all put out individually can be so powerful and it takes one person to make a big, big difference. So I guess coming back to my question is like, uh, sorry, it was a bit of a difficult question to answer threw you off. But how do you see the collective consciousness going? Um, I mean, I've kind of already spoken. Yeah. About it, but yeah. yeah. From, from what, how you see it, because I know you're very, you're wide awake to a lot of things happening. So I'd just like to hear your view. Okay, I'll say it frankly, because I think I was probably holding back. I, I, see, I see a split and I everything that you said, I fully resonate with in terms of, we are so powerful as human beings and it's in terms of it really is about um, going within and raising your vibration. It's really about shedding the fear and through that we can really influence the collective consciousness. Um, and I think even connecting to, sorry, there's so many things I want to say, connected yeah, okay. to um, the feminine and masculine mm-hmm. um I think it's very important to have both and that is happening in terms of you could say the masculine in terms of um protests and people awakening people to the fear and helping people, people break through from the fear the illusion um but I think maybe because I haven't seen it but I think there needs to be more of a focus on that feminine energy as well and i it might be a bias, but I think that's even more powerful in yeah. terms of people really focusing on themselves as an individual, but seeing themselves as one and realizing the more that they shed the fears and the illusions in their life, the more that we can raise our vibration and also um, love in all its forms, loving yourself, yeah. loving others, being compassionate, even when you're triggered in terms of things that are going on now um that's what I would say and then going back to my point about a split um this is more of a like a like 3d of how I think things will look I feel like there will be a split I feel like people that have chosen consciously to raise their their vibration and let go of fear will that will be manifested in their reality and they will really um embrace and have the positive aspects of what's going on um mm-hmm. astrology wise in terms of stepping into a Aquarius energy we really um having that technology to expand our consciousness um but I, I there's no like demonizing I think everyone can change a reality in, in any given moment but I feel mm-hmm. like realistically there will be a split where people unconsciously or consciously have chosen to stay in that reality of fear and that's why right now it's so of a it's so like a split. It's, it, even now, it's such a contrast yeah. of two different energies um, taking place. But I think on a personal level, um, it's where your focus goes. Continue yeah. to focus on on that what you want to focus on and that yeah. consciousness, and that will become your reality. Yeah, definitely. I feel like that in itself, when you do focus on what you really want and not allow the fear to come into it, that is when you're like you're allowing yourself to just live in flow and live in a vibration of love instead of that really low level fear vibration, which is ultimately control. Like when you're yep. living in fear, you're not in control. You're allowing the fear to dictate how you live your life and you're you're not really living are you you're just living in this fear which I I fully fully believe that fear invites more illness into your life and your body's more vulnerable to to illnesses and diseases and when your body's in a certain higher vibration you're going to just be a healthier more vibrant human um you have more vitality and you're just 
living in a in a good vibes aren't you like there's nothing to worry about kind of thing obviously there's still stuff you know to to consider in your everyday life but Mm -hmm. you're just living with like less less density yeah you I guess yeah warm flow definitely so so yeah with that just um just kind of I guess once on an individual like level we're living like that we can then allow other people to live like that through just being who we are and um and just spreading more love into the world and that's kind of where I want to end I guess living in that love vibration and being able to just spread more love to your friends and family and hopefully they can then spread that with their friends and family and keep it going and and moving and and I don't know I just see it as a big web and once we're all kind of connected and um, that consciousness is kind of upgraded uh, it's going to take a while obviously it's not going to happen overnight and it's been happening as we have slowly been rising but we will get to that place where uh, you know the world will just be a better place when everyone's fully um, out of that fear vibration and into that higher vibration and just you know one accepting the world for how it is and Mm -hmm. and being the world for how it is being awake to it and then changing the way they emit their frequency just through their thinking so yeah definitely yeah Yeah. so I would yeah sorry I'm cutting in I would just I I think the only way is to bring it back to yourself and I think that to be like transparent like they're probably everyone's probably going through fears of losing loved ones like physically or just the fact of them not waking up or whatever you want to call it but um yeah bringing like you said bringing it back to love just realize that we are so powerful Mm. and like you said like a web the more you focus on raising your vibration I promise you it will influence so many other people around you and beyond um so don't worry (laughs) yeah no I love it love it so yeah with that yeah I'm just gonna wish you a very good day and hope that you live yeah the rest of your day and week in a good vibration um thank you so much for your time Caris I really appreciate coming on um and like you said at the beginning people can find you on your YouTube channel Caris Metz right yeah Caris Metz just type that in and I will come up I'll put your link below anyway thank you Um, perfect all right well thank you very much and I'm sure we'll do this again at some point yes I've enjoyed it definitely should me too all right i'll see you soon all right bye Bye.